Welcome to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch, hosted by Calvary Baptist Church of Statham, Georgia. My name is Matt Dibler, and I have the great privilege of pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. This podcast can be heard every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And now, here is our speaker for today. Well, good afternoon and welcome once again to Lifting Lesson at Lunch as we continue the study of music in the local church. I certainly hope these lessons have been an encouragement to you and it's helped you love music just a little bit more. Over the last three weeks, we've learned that music helps us praise, helps us pray, and helps us proclaim. Today, we're going to see that music helps us prepare for a better tomorrow. And when I think about a better tomorrow, a lot of times I think about the African-American spirituals, these songs that were born in slavery. While they express sorrow and pain of life and slavery, they also look upward and point toward a brighter future. Musician and educator Joe Carter says of these songs, it's a spiritual idea that there's a better life after this one and that death doesn't have the last word. And thank God for that. It was in 1929 that Albert Brumley actually composed a song that we all know, I'll Fly Away. He recalled that he was picking cotton and singing the popular song back then, If I Had the Wings of an Angel. Suddenly he thought about flying away. He later said, Actually, I was dreaming of flying away from that cotton field when I wrote I'll Fly Away. You see, there's something so miraculous that happens when you are hearing or singing music. It's as if for a moment you are transported to a better life. It makes you strong for a while. It's almost as if the eternal becomes part of the present and you actually get down into the stream of living water. Music has the ability to move us toward a picture of a better tomorrow. Psalm 57 is a psalm that David wrote while he was on the run for his life. All kinds of people were trying to kill him. He says, My soul is among lions, and I lie even among them that are set on fire. Even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and and arrows, and their tongue sharp as a sword. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have digged a pit before me in the midst whereof they are falling themselves. Selah. My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. See, in verse 4, he says, My soul is among lions. I am forced to dwell among man-eating beasts whose teeth are spears and arrows whose tongues are sharp swords. But in the midst of all this, in verse 7, he says, My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. It gave him hope for a brighter tomorrow. In verse 8, Awake up, my glory. Awake, psaltery and harp. I myself will awake early, even in the darkest of times. Music gives us hope for the future. And the, re- the world recognizes the power of music. I remember our choir in Jacksonville had recorded a CD, and we had dedicated to one of the choir members. And the choir member that we had dedicated it to 
before we even released it, found out he had cancer and he was in hospice. The day I got the CD finally into my hands, I went to the hospice facility and I asked him, can I, can I go and play this in his room? And they said, Tom, we can, we can do a lot better than that. We can play it for all the residents. And I remember as they began to play that CD, it sounds, seemed like in a matter of seconds, the peace of God moved throughout that hospice facility. And when I got to the song, God Says You're Gonna Make It, that was Brother George Smith's favorite song, a smile come upon his face. And you could see his lips trying to move and trying to sing that song while laying in his hospice bed. You see, folks, the right kind of music prepares us for a better day. Don't be ashamed to sing in a church service. You see, people are going to be there that they have done everything in their power just to make it, just to drag themselves to a church service because they are so down. And for them, asking them to find the faith and the strength to sing just might be too much. You see, for them, we are their voice of praise. Hearing you sing songs and really mean them could be the first step in them claiming hope in the midst of darkness. But here's another thing. God deserves our very best in worship. And as we've said, some of you said, and I know you said this, and I can't sing, I have a horrible voice. That's why the psalmist said, make a joyful noise. So you see, the joyful noisers are out there in the congregation singing their hearts out to the Lord. It's not what you sound like in your ears, it's what you sound like in God's ears. And giving yourself completely to God in a service. Music is a gift from God. Allowing us to connect. To be moved. To communicate that which we cannot on our own. And to be lifted into the throne room. In the very presence of God. It allows us to receive hope. In the darkness. And to give thanks to God. And prepares us for a brighter tomorrow. After God delivered the Israelites through the part of the Red Seas, Miriam, Moses' sister, sings. When Mary gets the news from an angel that she would give birth to the Savior, Mary responds with a song. See, music enables us to experience and to express the words of our heart and our soul. It speaks to our hearts. Music is a gift that allows us to interact with God that is way bigger than we are. That is way more than we could possibly do on our own. It has a power to, com to connect us and to emotionally engage and actually feel and experience God. Ultimately, we need music because we were created to worship a God that is way bigger than we can understand. Music is one of the things that allows us to do that. Music prepares us for a better tomorrow. And my friend, music in our church services prepares us for a message to come.
as I said over and over, we don't have music at Calvary Baptist just to fill in time. Just so we can stand, we can stretch, just so it, it, it will enable the ushers to be able to come down when it's time to receive the offering. Or to allow us for the choir to go down while we sing a song or we play a song. We have the prelude music. It's not to kill time, folks. It's to get us prepared for a better tomorrow and, to, and get us prepared for the message that is to come. As we sing at church, our hearts should become more prepared for the most important thing that happens in church. And that's the opening of God's Word. I'm reminded of, of the third world country. Countries that do not have the Word of God. And many of them, if they could just get just one piece of it, one page, it would give them hope. You see, everything we do from the beginning of the service to that message is a preparation for God to speak to us through the man of God. Folks, allow music to speak to your heart. Allow music to even make you more emotional. There's nothing wrong with being emotional in a church. Folks, there's nothing wrong with a hand of praise. There's nothing wrong with a hallelujah or an amen. There's nothing wrong with tears streaming down our faces because the music has touched our emotions. There's nothing wrong with saying amen while the preacher preaches or hallelujah or that tear flowing down from our face because the message has touched our emotions. I believe the church has lost their tears. I believe the church has lost their emotions. Don't let that be said of Calvary. When it's time to sing, sing. When it's time to listen to the preaching, listen to the preaching. Be engaged in every part of the service. Thanks be to God for music. Well, I hope you have a good rest of your Thursday and thanks once again for tuning in to Lifting Lesson at lunch. God bless you now.